Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Find A Way Podcast with Dusty. Hopefully you're doing well on the journey and you're continuing on to take care of yourself. That's important. That's priority. That's essential. That's ultimately what, um, what's important. I mean, I say, well, ultimately that, well, that's what's important. It's important. So dive right in. In order for me to take care of my kids, I've got to take care of myself to take care of my kids. And there's such this focus on the exterior of taking care or doing for that maybe we can lose sight of what this really what this is really about. It's about taking care of ourselves and putting priority on us, putting value on us, valuing ourselves enough to make the right decisions and to make the best decisions for ourselves. That if, I mean, you just think about a situation to where if there's somebody in your life that is constantly complaining and is a drain on you and is um, is not someone pleasant to be around or you don't enjoy, like, you've got to pick your battles. You've got to pick your, I mean, that's it. Yeah. Pick your battles. You've really got to pick your battles. Um, cause whatever's draining or bringing a strain on you, is just adding to the long list of things that you've already got to take care of in life. Got to worry about, you know, job. We've got to worry about bills. We've got to worry about our families and our obligations. We've got to do these things. And if you've got somebody in your life that is just pulling from you and there's no pushing, it's not a two-way street. It's a one-way street. And it's simply them dragging you down. You've got to create boundaries and you've got to create a safe space for yourself to take care of yourself. There's got to be this priority that says, I am worth spending time to figure out this journey in the best way possible. That though I've got to take care of my kids, though I've got to do this, I've got to take care of my marriage. There are all these obligations that we have. You are only better for your obligations if you are better to yourself and better for yourself. And, and what is that? I mean, if I were to just kind of think offhand, what does that look like? It's making time for you and making sure that you time is priority. You know, for me, when I wake up in the morning and, and when I was going to the gym, Planet Fitness or Crunch, whatever, that, that was, yes, my solace. My gym was my moment away. That, that was my time to kind of... Um, break um, free from, from the monotony or the, the repetition of life. Repetition of, hey, there's the yawn. Oh, boy. I'm a father of two that hasn't had much sleep. All right, back to it. Um, the repetition of life. It is um, time that, yes, helps me with my mental health, going to the gym. But it's me time. And that's something that, I mean, in a marriage, especially now with two kids, something that I should be prioritizing for myself, but also I should be considering after that. I mean, this is kind of a, a 
interesting message of taking care of yourself before others. Um, but it's almost like you wouldn't be able to take care of others in the way that you need to unless you take care of yourself. So if I am straining myself to make sure that uh, my wife is in a good, uh, good place, that's a good thing in the sense of I'm going out of my way to think of my wife, making sure she's in a good space. But if I'm burning myself out and I'm drained, how much can I bring to the table? Can I kind of do the best of both worlds? Can I first prioritize myself and also take care of her and look out for her? I can't. I can do that. And that's where we've really got to find the balance, just like this journey, finding a balance. You've got to make time for yourself to get your mental health, your your mentality, to get you in a good position so that in turn, you can be there for others. Like I think about the, um, the night watch, uh, principle, like the, whenever you're, you're, um, gosh, I was watching a, a, a vlog, uh, recently where somebody was uh, in another country and they were staying overnight at a hostel and there was like a group of four or five of them in every three hours, one of the five would stand watch. And that way the others could get enough sleep because of that three-hour rotation and there being five of them. And the reason why they're doing that is so that they are ready to take care of the next person after them. It's this like, I'm going to refuel so that I'm ready for what's to come. You've got to take care of you and your mental health to prepare for what's to come. Because you don't know what's to come. You don't know what's coming. Like... I don't want to say this is the case, but I mean, it brings to my mind when baby number two started to have complications early on when we were, you know, having baby number two and there were some things that the doctor was saying. I mean, let me just say this. We absolutely had the worst, one of the worst, and I speak relative to my situation, not knowing others, anatomy scan for our, our baby number two to where the next day, the next couple of days we were in the ER. Um, told one thing, told something completely different. I mean, the up and down, up and down, up and down. And I have prided myself on finding a routine and finding a rhythm on this journey that has allowed me to be successful now seven years in. And then when it came to baby number two and our hospital or the hospital, our doctor being an hour away and the multitude of visits and the multitudes of a lack of consistent schedule, I remember looking at myself in the mirror after everything kind of settled and said, man, I've worked seven years to get this stress managed in a better way. And yet still, I have tendencies that draw me right back to what got me to 534 pounds. And that, that strain on myself and the ability for me to drift and veer from the journey was simply because... I was probably in the mindset of I don't need to prioritize myself and my mental health for what potentially may come my way because I've done this long enough. Let me just say from experience, there is no long enough. Sure, I can give you some numbers, I can give you some dates and some figures. You know, it's going to take you two and a half years realistically to kind of 
really see a substantial long-term effect and and realized gain as far as habits and tendencies. Yes, you've lost 100 pounds in six months, but you lost it too quick to actually keep it off because you haven't learned the tendencies and habits that takes years to develop. So I can give you two and a half years, I can say this, I can say that, but I just wasn't prepared. And I just didn't, it's not that I didn't go to the gym in the morning, but I wasn't putting myself as a priority to prepare myself mentally that, hey, Something's going to come. Something can happen that you're not prepared for. And um, it's going to challenge your consistency. It's going to challenge your habits and rituals. Are you ready? I wasn't. I got readjusted. I got re-ready. <laughs> Is that a word? Re-ready. But I veered. And that led to consequences. That led to me uh, experiencing things that I haven't before. And so, I'm at my destination, my friends. So this is part one. But part two is um, is coming soon. I'll probably do part two, or maybe I'll do part two. Hey, this is part one, which I'm releasing right now. And part two will come out tomorrow, because I will record that on the way home. How about that? Because I got to my destination, but I still have a drive home that I'm going to do. So uh, this is part one. It's about 10 minutes, about up to part of what we do. And I'll talk to you on the next one. Part two. Yeah, coming soon.